Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the That's What Friends Are For podcast. I'm your host, Katie. (laughs) I'm holding in laughter right now because I nearly yawned in the first two intros. It's like, hey, everybody. (laughs) I'm so tired today. I am drinking a coffee which could be the worst idea of all time when recording my second episode of the podcast. By the way, episode two, made it, bitches. I made it all the way here to episode two, and so did you. So I'm drinking a coffee, and as you can already tell, it's, it's changed me. Coffee changes me. It changes my stomach. It makes me need to go to the bathroom. TMI, 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 but... Honestly, I love it for that reason. I do sometimes feel like coffee makes me anxious in the way that I'm not all of a sudden anxious about life, but my stomach feels like there's a zillion butterflies. I do not understand the girls. And when I say the girls, I'm talking probably 90% of girls who do the six coffees a day, iced coffee in the morning. Like, my the butterflies in my stomach simply can't handle it i'm halfway through one week latte and i'm i'm feeling it you may hear airplanes if you can hear this one the entire time we do this podcast because and that's just a total side note i cannot get rid of the airplanes london heathrow airport has closed down one of the little ramps that the airplanes land on. I, it's not called ramp, like landing pad. I don't know. I'm not saying that correctly. Anyway, only one of them is open. So now we have 650 airplanes fly directly above our skylights every single day. And to me, I thought, well, that's going to be freaking annoying. But it's actually been the best white noise ever to the point that it's putting me to sleep every single night. And I love it. It's not low enough to make the house rumble or anything. It's it's just, I don't know, noise. So you might hear that throughout the episode. And if it bothers you, I'm sorry. Anyway, I've been rambling on for quite some time. Let's just get into the episode. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about... I just debated doing a drum roll, but... <laughs> How cringe. I'm going to be talking about friendship. And making new friends in a new city. Because, to be honest, whenever I post girl chat or advice on my Instagram, that's a question that a lot of you guys ask me. But it's also something that I'm currently having to deal with myself now that I'm in London. And I've dealt with it myself a couple of times in my life. So... I've moved quite a few times between going off to school... Moving to Atlanta, I moved to California on my own with no friends at the time, and now I'm in London. So I'd like to say that I definitely have some experience in this regard. However, I'm, however, I'm definitely not perfect, and it's going to be a different road for every single person. I will say after school is when it kind of gets harder in my experience because when you're in college and everyone's there for essentially the same reason and you're going to classes you just have so much more exposure for people but your pool is also 
smaller in a way. It's weird that when you get out into the world and the pool of people is infinite, it seems like there's nobody. I hope that makes sense. It, it does though. Once you're not in college anymore or high school if you didn't go to college, the pool of people is so large, but it's much harder to pinpoint the people that are your, your people per se because there's groups everywhere. And someone once put in one of my chat boxes, please tell me how to make friends and don't just say follow your interests. That is, it's tough because obviously I think you want friends that have similar and different interests as you. And I think finding people that are maybe interested in the same things is like the similar way of going to college, right? You're all interested in getting an education. So you have some type of common denominator. And I think that that's probably the easiest way. I think another way of making friends is asking friends who they know in the area. So maybe putting on Instagram, hey, does anyone know anyone in London, in Atlanta, in Missouri that they could introduce me to? I just moved here and I'm looking to make new friends. I think similar to, I'm a really big advocate of when people are trying to date new people and don't want to use dating apps, using friends that maybe have suggestions of guys or girls or whatever is mutual friends is a great way because typically whenever you do have a mutual friend or acquaintance if they can just get you in the door of meeting someone you don't have to be friends with that person but maybe you end up meeting their friends and you click with one of the people so i think that just a a simple introduction is sometimes really nice and it helps at least get yourself out there i personally don't i wanted to not make a ton of friends like this year I thought I was going to be in California and my goal was to actually make my circle smaller so I didn't feel like people pleasing and I didn't feel like I was wearing myself thin ultimately I just wanted to focus on the friendships that I already had and really nurture those even if they were far away and focus on a couple of the friendships I have in California but obviously I can't do that at the moment in order to make my circle smaller I'd have to basically not make friends here And I don't want to do that because that would be an extreme form of isolation that is probably not good for me, although I do love being alone. I can tell when I've been alone maybe for too long without enough girl interaction, which I don't need a ton of. I think some people that like grew up with sisters, which I didn't, just need more girl interaction than others. I personally don't, but... It is nice to have. Lucky for me, my neighbor, who I introduced you guys to, well, not personally, but I told you guys about her in my last podcast, we've been having tea lately. I went up to her place for a cup of tea, which is so English of me, I cannot even believe it. Uh, So she invited me for some tea and for her to spill the tea, like on her life and like her dating situation. And I was like, how English is this? This is amazing. So we sat on her terrace and we talked over tea and it was a great experience. I'm really lucky to have a neighbor that is exactly my age and so far we get along. I can't predict 
how great of friends we could be, but at least we're getting to know each other and that was a perfect amount of girl time for me. So I've always thought that female friendships are so complicated in comparison to male friendships. And I'm no scientist and I could totally be wrong, but I feel that there is an intense amount of competition sometimes between females. And I also think that a lot of females are very territorial in terms that they're, they're closed off to new people in the group. There might be that one person, you know, like when you think of mean girls, Gretchen Wieners was super open to having Katie Herring in the group, Caddy Herring in the group. But there's typically like a Regina George of the group, not as extreme, but there's usually someone who's quite a bit more territorial and a little bit more blocked off. There's a Karen of the group who, a mean girl Karen of the group, who maybe doesn't care as much. And then there's a Gretchen Wieners. I think Mean Girls is a perfect depiction of an extreme version of the types of girls, the archetypes of girls in friendship groups. The Gretchen Wieners is the girl that brings the girl, brings the new person in and really over tries to invite them places and and help them become a part of said group. I didn't even really think of the Mean Girls archetypes until now, but I think it's great. And then there's fillers, right? There's different mild versions of Gretchen, there's milder versions of Karen, and there's milder versions of Regina that aren't as aggressive, but just as standoffish in my experience. Now, I can't speak for male friendship groups, obviously, as a whole, because I've not been a male in that experience. I do have a lot of guy friends, though, and I will say much more relaxed, much more chill. Guys give each other shit, you know, when they're annoyed at each other. But if girls were to give each other the same shit, someone would get their feelings hurt so bad. There would be a massive friendship blow up or break up or this animosity that's held as like a type of resentment and then you feel the tension and then the tension just starts building and then there's a blow up that I've seen in girl friendships and guy friendships just seem to not have as many or as big of blow ups as girls do and obviously like I said not a scientist but I have a feeling that 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 the numbers would be much, they would just be completely different. I think guys have much lower chance of having these friendship blowups. And I wish that female friendships weren't like this. It's, it's very wild animal-esque. <laughs> like, but as I think about it, I think that guys probably have an equally hard time finding friends as adults as females do for different reasons. Like I, like I said, I think guy friendship groups, I think guys stick to themselves for the most part, but I think guy friendship groups are just as locked in and they found their friends for the same reason girls found their friends via sport, school, whatever the case. And friendship groups seem to be so locked down, but there are so many people that are the one-offs, the independents. I consider myself one of the one-offs. Like I do have different friendship groups from different aspects of my life, but because I'm not currently with them 
location wise, I wouldn't consider myself to be in any sort of lockdown group. So if someone were to approach me, they would, it would be clear that I'm not. And I think it's really clear when girls are and it's, it can be intimidating and it feels like you're in the cafeteria and of life and you don't know where you're allowed to sit. So you sit by yourself and you just pray (laughs) that someone approaches you or sits next to you or that you have a conversation buddy. But honestly, I say approach them. I think that's the best way if you are really keen on making friends. Uh, Like I said, a lot of people ask me how to make friends and even other than your interests. Let me try and take it a step further in following your interests because I think that's difficult because there's some things that people consider their alone time. Like for me, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to these yoga classes and hope to make friends. Well, whenever I go to yoga class, that's my time to literally talk to no one. I don't want anything to do with anyone. I don't want anyone to look at me. I want to be in peace. I want to be in warrior two for, for a short time, not a long time. <laughs> and I want to clear my head. And I realized, ooh, maybe the workout find friend situation wasn't my best decision because that's my, that's my like version of like my, my religious practice. I guess you could say like, that's my spiritual, like that's my healing. That is where I want to be alone. The times I don't want to be alone, I guess are, and not with James as well, like are the weekends, the afternoons, usually weekend days where I'm like, hmm, what am I going to do today? Like, I'd love to go explore a new part of London. And of course I have a boyfriend very lucky I can do that with James, but there comes a time where you just want that female energy, like I said. That's where you like need to find friends, but it's also like, I'm not gonna go to the middle of London and go shopping and walk up to a girl and be like, hey, I see that you're shopping as well. Do you wanna be friends? <laughs> or maybe I do that for all of us and see how it goes down and report back. This would have been a really solid episode to get my friend Carly on the mic and maybe I can still do that actually and give her phone a friend like who wants to be a millionaire phone a friend and have some girl chat because Carly I feel is like a professional at finding friends in new cities. She ended up going on Bumble BFF and I'm not sure if that's a thing everywhere. I'm not sure if that's a thing in the UK. I'm actually going to look it up right now on the app store. And she actually found girls in Bumble BFF that she still talks to. I also wish there was like an alumni thing for college or whatever that you could find people. But I also kind of feel like that's a little lame. Bumble BFF. Don't worry, I'm looking it up for all of us. Okay, so yeah, apparently I can find that in the UK. I recommend it because why not? I mean, if you're going on dating apps anyway, you might as well. Oh, also, I think that not just following your interests, but maybe what you want to learn more about. So things that you're curious about. So like, let's say you're curious about sustainability or entrepreneurship or writing a book, or maybe you're curious, pick pick a topic, any topic, Google that topic and Google meetups around that topic. So I was interested the other day, I just wanted to learn... I'm always like a forever student, I call myself, because it's not like I want to start a new business 
all the time, but I do want to learn about pieces of business that I have questions about just because I think, and I looked up tech, tech startup meetups. I think I looked up London tech startup meetups, like just type that into Google. I was missing one that night. There was one at 7.30, it was eight o'clock. And there had been plenty more that were coming up in the coming weeks. And I talked to my friend, Sam, and I was like, hey, when you started your business, like, did you ever go to meetups? Like, how did you meet all the people that you know in business? And she was like, yeah, I would just Google entrepreneur meetups. And I was like, oh, okay. And I think that that could be a way where you don't have to start a business, but you could meet new people, people that are, for the most part, doing something with their life or motivated in some way if that's you and you want to meet people that are like motivated and working or grinding or whatever or even if you're into like let's say and I know this is an interest one and I'm not trying to say it's a cop-out but I think that following your interest is part of the answer even though you may not want it to be the answer you want a different answer but I've given a couple of different answers and I think that following your interest is a really good one I think it's just the way in which you follow your interests and what and how those interests sit with you. So like I said, yoga is one of my interests, but that's not the way I need to be making friends because that's my safe space. That's my to myself. That's my truly to myself time. But I also am interested in home decor and interiors. And of course, I'm not going to go to a home decor store and start chatting up the cashier or maybe I could, it, you know, to each their own. But maybe I go to like I take an interior design course although that does cost money so maybe I go to an interior design like convention or I go to an art show which I did recently I went to an art show and you can like talk to artists artists are sometimes very lonely people because you because you know what they do they sit in their studio and they are painting and making art and that is their like yoga time essentially Sometimes like that is their peace and alone time, but they're in their studio and they're typically alone. So if you like art, interior design, why don't you go talk to an artist at an art fair? So it is quite tough. I will say maybe I haven't given great answers, but I have given a lot of options. So I, I don't apologize because I've tried. I, I also will say there's a way that I'm going to be making friends here. And I have one friend that is like from high school. We didn't stay in touch a lot, but, and it's, it's a way I'm going to be hanging out with women. Once a month, we're doing a book club. She reads a ton. I don't read a ton. I will say I'm one of those people that gets halfway through a book and I'm like, yay, I'm really inspired. Half of the book has done enough for me. And then I bounce. Uh, unfortunately, I, I'm kind of starting to love that about myself because you know, there's nothing wrong with just reading half a book, in my opinion. There's no teachers coming for me. I do not have an AP test or an AR test to take about the book. If I get what I want from the book and I'm done with the book, I'm done. And that is my justification, okay? I think the reading in general is great. I think reading all the way to half point is also great. And I don't think everyone always finishes the book as well as they start the book and that's my personal opinion i um 
did reach out to my friend though that does read a lot of books and I was like you know I would like to push myself to reading an entire book but I also want some friends how about we start a book club in London you've already met more people than I have here and I would love to have like a small group of girls that gets together once a month I also like hosting so I'd be willing to host one of the book clubs and she likes hosting and her friend likes hosting so we got a group of six girls together five of which I, or four of which I do not know. And I'm going to at least meet them. Will I like them? Who knows? But maybe one of them is one of my next great friends, or maybe I just get closer to my friend named Michelle and, and we have a good time together. So that's just a way of growing friendships as well. I, I kind of made a book club with Michelle, although Michelle has done all the grunt work. She has scheduled it and everything, but I think that's because she had the friends like it wasn't for me to be dictating i think it's also good to know what kind of friend you are i'm usually like the control freak friend a little bit but because i don't know them that's my opportunity to take a step back (laughs) you don't want to scare people off right in the beginning it's just not a good foot to start off on so i'm chilling with it and i will be seeing them in december first week of december to discuss our books so i have to get on reading a book We're reading a, like a chick flick, I'd say, chick flick style book. I'm sure that has a name, but I'm more of a movie gal, so I'm going to call it a chick flick book. It's called When in Rome, and I'm really happy we're reading that book because the other options, one was really scary, one was about murder, and I was just thinking, if I'm not going to get to watch as much TV, I want to read a chick flick book, and it won the vote, so I'm really happy about it. I'm reading When in Rome. If you want to read it with me, I'm finishing, I'm going to book club December 7th. Go ahead and read When in Rome and maybe I'll talk about it on the podcast. Do we have a book club, all of us? And then they just don't know that you guys are also in the book club? Yeah. Let me know. (laughs) And then we can all be in the book club and they just won't know. You won't receive any of the snacks that we eat, but you can have your own snacks at your house while we talk about it on the podcast. Going back to the topic of beginning and being in female friendships, I do want to say like some of them really intimidate me because I I used to not let people get super close because I used to see how many girls talk about girls and are mean girls and how many girls have friendship blow-ups. And I will say I have had one friendship like complete fallout and it just wasn't fun it just didn't feel nice it made me feel sick to my stomach and I didn't really want that to happen again I also will say that a lot of girls take things personally as like as you get older you won't I I don't think you will take it as personally I will be in friend groups and not be fully in but I'll just hang out with some people that are a potential friend group and then I won't necessarily contact them. And sometimes they don't necessarily contact me either. I think that it's totally okay not to be maybe accepted by every friend group. And it's totally okay not to accept every friend group that comes your way just because it's a group to be had. I think that that is something that people struggle with sometimes, especially self-esteem wise. You think, oh, like, why didn't it work out with this friend group? Or like, what does this group think of me? It's, it's the same way if you 
you didn't you don't have to necessarily not like someone to not vibe with them you can think they're a perfectly fine perfectly nice person and it just not just not be your vibe like just not be the person that you want to spend your time with and that's totally okay as well and sometimes you're not the person they want to necessarily spend their time with and i don't think there's anything wrong with you for it or wrong with them for it i think that sometimes people just click i personally want to have a friend where we just click i don't want to force a friendship i i just don't think that that's necessary at this point in my life i don't want to hang out with someone that i'm not excited to hang out with like i'm totally down to cancel a plan. And if I find myself just canceling a plan and not making time for someone, I just stop making plans with them or contacting them. There might be nothing wrong with them or there might be like, maybe they're annoying me or maybe they're kind of being gossipy and talking about people too much for me. But sometimes I just, maybe I'm not super excited to hang out with someone, but you also have to recognize when you're not excited to hang out with someone or when you're isolating yourself. Because there's also those moments for me where I'm kind of going into a little depressive phase. And whenever I'm like in a phase of like my depression's kind of taking over, I cancel a lot of plans. And I need to talk to my friends more when I do that. I tend to just like be a little like bed mouse and try and watch Netflix. And it's just not good for me. I'm lucky at the moment that I have James because whenever I'm getting into that phase, I'm like, hey, can you like, like tell me to, you know, get out of bed. <laughs> uh, but I do tell myself, like it really is your responsibility and not your partner's, but sometimes you can ask for like a little bit of a push and that I think is what friends are for because your partner's also your friend. I think it's also good to reach out to a friend and talk to them when you're kind of feeling that way and be like, all right, what are you doing today? Because I need to do something because... I need to not really fully give in to this. Rest is good, but too much when you're like in that little depression mode is, it's just too much and you know when it's too much. So I also am real with myself and I can tell when I'm canceling plans because I maybe am not vibing with the group and when I'm canceling plans because I'm straight up going into depressed mode. And uh, yeah, so I, I also have things that I need to work on sometimes and I usually tell people, I can tell when I'm in like that mode because I usually apologize differently for canceled plans. And you can tell when you're just not vibing with hanging out with a person. And I think that you need to ask yourself why. And then also don't beat yourself up for not wanting to hang out with them. Just move on. They won't, they won't take it too hard, hopefully. <laughs> I think that as adults, we just need to realize there's literally so many billions of people on this planet. There's no freaking way we're going to get along with everyone or vibe with everyone and I don't think it's I don't think it's necessary to waste your time if you're just not vibing because you should be feeling good and happy and chill and relaxed like your central nervous system should feel relaxed and not judged and not uptight just let yourself have a good time that being said I think I've said and talked your ears off enough about friendships and female friend groups if you want to hear anything else or if you need advice or want to confess or vent 
I'm going to start phoning friends in the next couple episodes, and we're going to have a, I'm going to introduce a part of the podcast called Girl Chat, where I phone a friend and we read you, you guys venting, we read out advice that you're asking for and we give advice. Now I remind you, like, we're not doctors, we're just like girls that have lived life, but I think that my friends will have great advice. I think that you guys have already come to me for advice before. We'll also be reading confessions at one point, which I hope to just keel over laughing. Like I want the biggest belly laughs of my life. So if you have a confession or an embarrassing story, please DM me because I need to hear it. I'm always down for a good laugh. This podcast was a little bit more serious and I just don't want every podcast to be super, super serious. I think hopefully it helped you, but I'm down for a good laugh next time because it is so rainy here in London. It is rainy and gloomy and I want a good fucking laugh. I will talk to you next time on episode three. I'm so glad we got to episode two together and I can't wait to just keep doing this podcast with you guys. Rate and review this podcast. Let me know how you like it. You guys are going to be actually my new girl group just on the internet, which I love. No commitment. No letting each other down because there are no plans. It's great. I love it. Okay. Well, I'm here to hype you up and help you out because that's what friends are for. Love you guys. See ya.